Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name, Lord. Blessed be your name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord has heard your prayer. And because he has heard, he has answered. Your passion has been ignited, so don't douse the fire. Don't douse the fire. Keep it burning. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I bring you greetings from the bishop. If you know what the bishop did to me this evening. Or it is well with my soul. Praise the Lord. It was as soon as you called, Osofo. And just before he picked the call, he said, I hope you know you are the one preaching this evening. Praise God. It is well. And if you know what my night had been like and what my day has been like, it is well. Well, you see, we must always live ready. That is why it is important to maintain the fellowship channel and keep it clutter-free, no matter what. So that even when you are sleeping, he's talking and you are talking with him. Whatever you do. And somehow, somehow, it has a way of letting you, alerting you on some things. Praise the Lord. Amen. Good to see the resident pastor back. <laughs> Welcome back. Amen. Please put your hands together onto the Lord and take your seat. Glory to God. What is the theme for the month of August 2022? What is the team? What is the team? Oh, it doesn't look as if you are even convinced about it. Adam Vim Naba Formana. Praise the Lord. I am what? I am what? Praise the Lord. Amen. I am a blessing. I am a blessing. It takes the one who is blessed to become a blessing. You can't give what you don't have. True or false? What you are not, you can't make others to become. True or false? So he told Abraham in chapter 12 of Genesis, I will bless you. So the reason Abraham became a blessing is because he became the blessed of the Lord. He was first of all blessed by God. And so that's why the pronouncement came. He said, first, I will bless you. Because until I bless you, you cannot be a blessing. I will bless you. 
and when I bless you, and you have you 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 you, you become full to overflowing. The overflowing is the blessing. Praise the Lord. That you have become so blessed that your blessing does not remain with you and within you. That's why the resident pastor was saying the one who is blessed cannot be comfortable staying alone and staying in one place and doing me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I is not the language of the blessed. Otherwise, the story will become like, like that rich fool in the Gospel of Luke. The language of the blessed is not me, myself, and I. The blessed will always want to be a channel. The blessed will always want to stand in a position of outpouring. As God impours his blessing into the blessed, then the blessing positions himself to outpour. Glory to God. And take note of one thing. The blessing of God is on the person. The blessing of God is upon you. Everything you do can become blessed. And, be, and you can become a blessing because you are the carrier. God blesses the individual. And when God blesses you, then everything about you becomes blessed. It reflects that blessing. If God wants to bless your business, he doesn't go and, you know, pour and touch the business. Or anything. God blesses you. The operator of the business. He gives you, you know, divine ideas. He gives you divine connections. He gives you uncommon wisdom to turn even sand to gold. You see opportunities where others are seeing liability. The blessing of God when it comes upon you. So that's why God told Abraham, I will bless you. Not your the, the cattle, the riches, the wealth, and everything he got, those were the manifestations of the blessing. the one who is blessed, put him inside a cave, he will prosper. Put him inside a pit, he will prosper. Turn him upside down, he will prosper because he is a carrier of the blessing. Glory to God. Amen. And tonight we want to see One very important thing that one who is blessed and wants to see that blessing sustained and wants to overflow in that blessing to become a blessing, what kind of lifestyle must such a person live? What should be the quality of his work with God? 
what should be the nature of his relationship with God. Because if God is the source of the blessing, if he is the blesser, then there must be some acknowledgement and recognition and effort to establish a relationship with him. Because outside of him, you cannot be blessed. Praise the Lord. And we want to see from the life of Abraham the posture he took. Amen. Amen. What was it that God saw in Abraham? That now God took him out and then brought him in again. He took him out of the natural state. He took him out of human systems. Took him out of the world systems. Took him out and brought him into kingdom covenant relationship with himself. What did God see in that man? And so, we see from the first verse that Abraham had already had a certain existing relationship with God. Because the Bible said, for God had said. So, God had been talking with Abraham. Abraham had been relating with God. He had been walking with God. He said, for God had said. Leave your family. Leave your kindred. Leave your country. Leave everything that you know. And go to a place I will show you. Which he did not know. Leave and go to a place. And you are carrying everything that you have. Including children. As vulnerable as they are. Where are we going? I don't know. Yami Betre. Abeya Krobidi. Mi uraye koinfa. Yami Betre. Good weather, harsh weather, he was going. Praise the Lord. To bring you to that state of overflowing blessing, God will always prove your commitment to him. God will always want to know how much you trust him. How can somebody tell you go and not tell you where you should go? And you, ma, you carry everything and you started going. It was said concerning Joseph until his word came. The word of God tried him. So you see all this one that the resident pastor is talking about is part of your trial, you know. God looks at you. 
It knows that you could have come to church earlier than the time you came. But you dragged. God understands that I'm a little bit tired. <laughs> God knows my heart. Really? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. See? God bless you, bless you, God bless you, God bless you. And yet, chips are out. They say, if, if, if wishes were horses, beggars, even beggars were right. You've got to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Praise the Lord. God will always want to know how much you trust him. God will always want to know. In Deuteronomy, he said he led him about. He led him about. In the wilderness, in the howling wilderness, he led him about. He said, and there was no strange God with him. No strange God. Praise the Lord. When he said go, and verse 4 said, and Abraham departed as God commanded him to. So God said, go. I will show you where you are going. In any case, this is my program for you. I will make you a great nation. <laughs> if you are in an ardent listener of uh, Koko on Peace FM like my husband is every morning, especially the Wednesday edition. And uh, you know, when Kwakuyabua, the person, and uh, Kwame Sefakai, when they are now into their own greeting, is something else. And Kwakuyabua goes like a presidential MC. Then, yes, Kwaku. That, that's Kwame Sefakai. Yes, Kwaku. When he goes, to, when he gets to Soja Pekin, you hear him say, I like. I like him. Praise the Lord. So, when God says, I will make you a great nation, you say, Yes, I like him. Mm. I will bless you abundantly and make your name great, exalted and distinguished. I like him, God. I like him. I'm reading Amplified. And you shall be a blessing, a source of great good to others. Did you see what being a blessing means? To others. So, the source now makes you a source. <laughs> Not of anything evil, or of great good. Not to yourself, not me, myself, and I. He said to others. So, out of you, now flow out tributaries of blessing. Tributaries of blessing. If you want to understand what tributaries mean, Google the map of Nigeria and then check the base. Then you see how the tributaries... From the rivers Niger and Benue, which are the major rivers that they meet at the middle of the confluence in Lokoja and then flow down. And then, when they get down to the south south, as was the place I come from, then tributaries you just see the thing like that they branch off streams flowing out from the source. Praise the Lord. 
How did Abraham get there? What did he do? And he kept on doing. To the point where in chapter 24 of Genesis verse 1, it said, and God had blessed Abraham in everything. Abraham walked in covenant with God. He walked in covenant with God. And he demonstrated this by the regular and constant raising of altars unto God. Constantly. At every point of his life. At every major crossroad. At every given opportunity. Abraham never passed up an opportunity to raise an altar unto the Lord. It was an altar of, there were altars of dedication and worship. There were altars of sacrifice. There were altars of loyalty. And so you say, and Abraham builds an altar unto the Lord. And then he will call the name of the place. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. God said, I will bless you. I want you to be a source of blessing to others. I want you to be a channel, a, a, a tribute, you know, from you should run out tributaries of the distribution of my goodness. To others and then he said this is what I will do I will bless and do good for benefit those who bless you I will bless I will do good for them I will benefit those who bless you listen to what he said concerning those who work against you he said and I will curse that that is I will curse that is subject to my wrath and judgment the one who curses, despises, dishonors, or has contempt for you. And in you, all the families of nations of the earth will be blessed. That's what he said, Abraham. Very, very beautiful. And Abraham had to walk in this. He had to establish this in his life by his commitment to God. By covenant. Raising altars unto the Lord at every given point. Amen. In this same chapter 12, we see him, you know, departing and he leaves. And at this point, he was 75 years old, as the Bible tells us. And then he takes along his nephew, responsible family man. Praise the Lord. Takes him along. And then they go on. And they set out to go to the land of Canaan. Now when they came to the land of Canaan. Abraham passed through the land. As as far as the site of Shechem. To the great terebinth oak tree of Moreh. Now the Canaanites were in the land. 
at that time then the lord appeared to abraham and said i will give this land to your descendants people were there they were the, the land was not was not empty and now god had gone past talking about abraham the person to talking about his descendants when we position ourselves in a covenant work with god where we are totally surrendered unto god and unto his will and program for our lives then he makes us a blessing making us a blessing means that the what god has blessed us with will transcend generations you flow out and that blessing will affect your generations yet unborn that is why we must be careful what we do now praise the lord <laughs> and jeremiah said the fathers have eaten so great and the set children of the, the the teeth of the children are set on edge there is that transcendental the dimension of blessing so god now has spoken abraham was still there he was he has told him that look i am blessing you and i'm making you a blessing and i'm so making you a blessing that you become dangerous to anyone who will dishonor and despise you but anyone who blesses you receives and enjoys and partakes of what you have becomes a beneficiary he becomes a beneficiary and said look i'm going beyond you this place i'm showing you see this place i'm giving it to your descendants <laughs> hallelujah that is why if you can tighten your work with god now you have secured your generations yet unborn If you can take your work with God serious today, you have secured the destiny of your generations yet unborn. Praise the Lord. When Lois began to walk in faith, she didn't know that Timothy would be coming one day. She walked in faith and passed it on to her daughter. When she had not seen Timothy, when she did not know whether Timothy was going to exist or not. But look at the glory that Timothy brought to her. Praise the Lord. So what you do today will have a bearing on your generations yet unborn. So decide what you do. You must be intentional about everything. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. He said, I will give you to your descendants. And as soon as God told him that, watch out what Abraham did. And so Abraham built an altar there 
to honor the Lord. What is an altar? An altar is a place, you know, it's a place of covenant. It provides us with the covenant platform to establish an intimate and ongoing and consistent continuing fellowship with God. That's an altar. Every time you go to the altar, you are reinforcing your relationship with the deity of the altar. So you see, in the traditional circles, they go to the shrines and they pour libations and they make all the pronouncements. Each time they visit the shrine and pour the libation, they are entrenching their relationship and their commitment with that deity. And so, when we raise an altar unto the Lord, and we go to that altar at all times on the basis of covenant, then we are reinforcing our fellowship with God. We, are, we have created that platform to build intimacy with him. Because when you go before the altar, a meeting takes place. A meeting takes place. Anytime you appear before the altar, the God of the altar is there before you even get there. As soon as God pronounced this word of blessing upon his descendants, the Bible said, and Abraham raised an altar unto the Lord. He built it there to honor the Lord who had appeared to him. Then he moved on from there to the mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And there again, he built an altar. <laughs> Are you seeing this, Abraham? There also he built an altar unto the Lord and called the name of the Lord and worshipped through prayer, praise, and thanksgiving. When you appear before the altar, what do you do? You call upon the name of the Lord. You worship him. You praise him. You thank him. You adore him. You lift him high. You magnify him. You acknowledge him as your God and your source. And you tell him how much you love him. And you extol all his qualities. And you sacrifice unto him. You lay your life down for him at all times. Lord, I have brought myself to the altar. I am laying my life down before you, Lord. Take this life and do with it as you please. Abraham walked in total yieldedness, total surrenderedness to God. He didn't ask God, what am I going to do about this little thing? How am I going to a place I don't know? Hey, God, you see, this is winter. Oh. The wind is really very harsh. Oh, God, how are we going? What are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What if when it is night, how are we going to sleep? When it is raining, where are we going to hide? didn't do all that let god come and tell this thing he told to abraham to somebody in this time and age you know god you see um you see i understand what you're saying it's not as if i'm not going to do it but you know um at this very point in time it's not convenient and so um you see uh, let's wait when 
the weather is less harsh, then I will start moving. And then uh, I may go, when I secure my family, maybe you give me a house somewhere, maybe you do this and, and you do that. We would negotiate. Abraham did not negotiate. Praise the Lord. May the Lord help us not to negotiate our work with God. Praise the Lord. So Abraham built an altar again. And then he continued journeying and went to, towards the Negev and then got to the south country of Judah and went on and went on. And then there was a famine in the land and then he had to go to Egypt. And getting into Egypt for fear he was going to lose his wife, he told one what some people call white lie. But as to whether he really lied, well, <laughs> because Sarah was indeed his sister. <laughs> and now I suffer. <laughs> so he told Pharaoh that this is my sister, not my wife. Until Pharaoh saw Pepe. Until he saw Pepe. And he said, This man, you want to kill me? What kind of wicked man are you? Why didn't you tell me that this woman is your wife? <laughs> and because of that covenant, look at what. Abraham enjoyed. Abraham enjoyed divine intervention in time of trouble, impending danger. He could have been killed. Sarah would have been, you know, killed. Anything could have happened because it was not a small matter to lie to the king. But because of covenant, God provided a way of escape for him. God intervened and delivered Abraham and Sarai from destruction. Took them out of that situation. And guess what? They didn't go empty. When Abraham was leaving Egypt, he left with great abundance, with great favor, great abundance. Hallelujah. Great abundance. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. The intervention of God saved him from destruction. Hmm. Glory to God. And God made sure that when he left, he didn't leave empty. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 In this month, you will not go empty. In the name of Jesus. You will not go empty. In the name of Jesus. You will not go empty. You will not go empty. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know, when Pharaoh saw Sarah and then uh, he thought he had gotten a new addition to his harem of women, the Bible said he treated Abraham well. <laughs> you can't beat God. Shadi will get. Have you, have you been in a position where maybe a friend of yours or somebody is interested in your sister? 
And I said, nah, let's go and have, let's go and have some pepper soup. And yeah, we're now up a hole. What's this time? So now what you do well? What you have now to phone Abreu? Or the phone Abreu? What you have now the way Abreu? Just for you to release the sister. And when the sister is a beautiful one. So, Abraham began to enjoy the dividends of having a beautiful sister. So that Abraham can put in a word for Pharaoh before the sister. The man is good and generous. Just accept him. (laughs) And Pharaoh began to treat Abraham well. For her sake, he acquired sheep, acquired oxen, male and female donkeys, male and female servants, camels, everything. <laughs> ah, did you remember when we talked about wealth transfer? <laughs> God can create any situation to bring you into wealth. I'm telling you the truth. Amen. And that is how Pharaoh did with Abraham. So by the time that Abraham was leaving, he left. He said, so Pharaoh, verse 20 of 12, he said, so Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they escorted him on his way with his wife and all that he had. He didn't say, you have deceived me, into give me back my things. No. He went with everything. I will bless you and make you a blessing. Even in the midst of adversity. It's only your God that can do that. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Now when you come to chapter 13, after Abraham now left Egypt, he now got to a point. You see him, he went back to that altar where he built. On the east of Ai. He went back there to go and honor the Lord again. And verse 2 of 13 already, this was coming from 12. 2 of 13 already said, now Abraham was extremely rich. Say extremely rich. (laughs) In livestock and in silver and in gold. And he journeyed from the Negev as far as Bethel to the place where his tent had been at the beginning. Between Bethel and Ai. Where he had first built an altar. And there Abraham called on the name of the Lord again in prayer. The blessed of the Lord who must continue to be a blessing. Must be one who continues to remember his source. You must never forget that. The reason you are raising the altar is so that you can keep going back to the altar. You don't raise an altar and abandon it. The altar, you know, keeps calling you back to fellowship. Back to renewal. Back to recommitment. You must keep revisiting the altar. You don't leave it to decay. You don't leave it to be torn apart. 
the altar must always be in order and fire must always be burning on it so he returned to that place and called upon the name of the lord there in prayer lord where i went i would have been a dead man but you intervened you saved my life and saved the lives the life of my, my my wife and all them that are with me not only that lord you blessed me i didn't come out of that place the way i went in i have come out as a multitude dear lord god thank you i acknowledge you lord as my source I return to say thank you. The blessed knows how to give thanks. The blessed never forgets. He always remembers. The hand that has lifted him. Praise the Lord. And here now we now see that indeed... Abraham now was what God spoke to him from the beginning is already now beginning to come to pass. And we see Lot being mentioned. Now Lot who went with him has also become a beneficiary. So indeed the source has made Abraham a source. He has become so much of a blessing that the land became too small for them. And their headsmen began to have conflict and fight. And Abraham said, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Because the blessed has certain major traits and characteristics. The blessed will never be envious of another. The blessed will not engage in contentions. The blessed is always a person of peace. Never envious, never contentious, always pursuing peace. You know why? Because he is not dependent on the arm of flesh. The blessed is the one who knows his source. He's not dependent on the arm of flesh. No wonder he made that infamous statement. They said, you have helped us in chapter 14. You have helped us. You have conquered and all that. Take this spoils of battle yourself. You have ended deserving. He said, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. The only thing that you, I'll take from you is for my men, not for me. So that tomorrow you won't go and say that you have made Abraham rich. No, 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 no. He was protecting the covenant. God had, had, had promised him, had gone into covenant with him, said, if you walk with me in absolute surrender and total commitment, this is what I will make of you. And he believed this God. He wasn't going to allow any man to come and taint his testimony. <laughs> Praise the Lord. When I went to do the scan that was to confirm that the Lord had indeed healed me of fibroids, 
After the first test, the fellow did that, move the thing, move the thing. He said, go and stand and, and come. I said, I should go and do what? He said, it means go and empty the bladder small. I said, now who can I stand? He said, I should go and urinate. Just tell me to go and urinate. And then they stand. I should go and stand and come. I said, you. <laughs> and he said, did you say you have fibroids? I said, you cannot change my testimony. You cannot. I had fibroids. Two reports showed it. But now the Lord said he has healed me of fibroids. I've come to confirm my healing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I will not allow you to... Yeah, you cannot. <laughs> and then final result. No fibroid node seen. <laughs> 2005. Another report, no fibroid node seen. 2007, no fibroid node seen. 2009, no fibroid node seen. Then I say it have do. But whatever the Lord does is forever. If I go today, no fibroid node seen. People of God, the Lord had shown me a cross section of my breast before. I didn't know what the mammary whatever looked like, even though I did biology. Mm, I did biology. I was a science and art student, and I was good in both. Mm. But I didn't know what the mammary thing looked like. After that dream, one day, this uh, telling us on uh, telling us on um, Crystal TV. So she was now talking about the breast, and then I saw exactly what the Lord showed. I, I started screaming. I said, sweet, sweet, come and see, come and see, come and see, just as I saw it in the dream. God showed me a cross-section of my breast. So, as you see me standing here, you see this breast, nothing can happen to it. Because God has already signed the report. Praise God. Hmm. I read that somebody went into covenant with God that no surgical blade would touch his body. And indeed, no surgical blade touched his body, even in death. They wanted to perform autopsy on Smith Wigglesworth. And the doctor looked at him and said, no, this man is too peaceful. Nothing killed him. Go and bury him. So no autopsy. <laughs> so I soaked into that. Soaked into it. Soaked into it. Soaked into it. Soaked into it. Then I said, Lord, no covenant, no surgical blade would touch this body. And people of God, it's been over 20 years. What am I talking 20 years? This is almost 30 years now. And you know what? No surgical blade has touched my body. Ever. Ever. It works. Covenant is powerful. There is power in covenant. Abraham kept on raising altars. And he had to, you know, to now separate from Lord. And so the bishop told me something to tell you. He said, tell them that the blessed man must always evaluate the worth of the people he relates with. Abraham related with Lord by sentiments. 
you somebody took you under his canopy then he said choose and you had the audacity of the dead cockroach to choose first you couldn't even say ah offer would they the kind maybe how the man be a offer yeah your benefactor told you the land is before you all choose and look at the wicked thing he looked he looked he saw the greenest part and saw the dry part he said of my father say my father my father say i'm sure why are they <laughs> <laughs> what he didn't know is that the God of Abraham is the God of the pastures. Yeah. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. <laughs> Lot saw dry land. He didn't see that that what he was seeing was just a mirage. That the path he has actually chosen was actually the path to destruction. And he left. And Abraham knew who his source was. He knew that if God has given him cattle, then God will not watch to see the cattle go hungry and starve. The giver of the cattle is the provider of the pasture. Jesus said, I am the door. And through as you go in and out, you find what? You find pasture. Praise the Lord. No matter what people say, no matter what people do, the blessed of the Lord is always on the path of peace. Because he knows who his source is. It does not depend on the arm of flesh. Abraham was not going to depend on the arm of flesh. He knew that God who brought him that far was not going to leave him now. So he wasn't about to give up. I just... And give up now. I've come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me the road would be easy, but I don't believe it's brought me this far to leave me. God has not brought you this far to leave you. The road may not be easy. As a young girl, trying to make it out in life, a young man trying to make it out in life, those who should help you rather want to use you and destroy you. Remember, God has not brought you this far to leave you. Trust on him. Trust him completely. Depend on him. Look unto him. He will not let you fall. He will not let you fall. 
For weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes with the morning. He said, for as long as you cannot break my covenant with day and night, so that there will cease to be day and night in its course, so shall you not break my covenant with you. Sister, hold on tight to him. Raise an altar of dedication and sacrifice unto him. It won't be long and the story will change. Young man, don't get deceived. That carrot dangling before you is full of webs. If you take it, it will kill you. All manner of carrots are dangling before you. Other people are doing it. Your name is not other people. Your name is child of God. You are not other people. Praise the Lord. He raised an altar. He raised an altar and kept on raising altars and renewing the covenant. And renewing the covenant. And renewing the covenant. Praise the Lord. And each time he got to a major crossroad. Each time God appeared to him. Each time God brought him into victory. He raised another altar. Until finally we see in verse 17, in chapter 17, God now himself now decided to come and cut a covenant with Abraham himself. <laughs> he said, son, you have proved yourself. Now I'm the one coming to cut a covenant with you. And then in chapter 15, you see him renewing all the things he told him again in chapter 12. And God comes to cut down, cut that covenant with, with Abraham that sealed Abraham's faith in blessing. That's why today you can sing Abraham blessings, am I? Walk with God to that point where you are sealed in blessing. It becomes impossible for anyone to curse you. You know why Joseph prospered and triumphed everywhere? The blessing of God was. He said, see the smell of my son as the smell of the fruitful field which the Lord has blessed. Glory to God. Glory to God. So maintain these attitudes. Do not be envious of anyone. For your God owns all the earth and all the fullness thereof. The gold, the silver is his. And guess what? He has given it to you. Wherever you go, it will answer to you. In the name of Jesus. So you don't need to envy anybody. Don't be envious. Do not ever depend on the arm of flesh. 
God will use men to bless you. But he didn't ask you to go and fish for the men. They will sweet tongue you and then give you excuses last minute. But when God commands a man to bless you, he will hate you and yet he cannot but bless you. He doesn't like the sound of your voice, yet he cannot withhold what he has. Because he is under the command of heaven to release it to you. To keep it is to die. He must give it to you. He doesn't like the, the look of your face. He doesn't like your complexion. He doesn't like anything about you. Yet, he cannot withhold it from you. He's under compulsion to release it. Wherever your blessing is. Today, I see heaven making, you know, causing a shaking. He's, he's making all holders of your golden coins uncomfortable. He's making them uncomfortable. They are, they, are, they are beginning to be restless right now. Right now, there is some shaking going on. They are restless right now. They are busy wondering how they will find you and locate you. So don't be surprised when the phone calls begin to come. Where have you been? I've been looking for you. Please take it, take it, take it. Oh, take it and go. That shall be your testimony. And this month, you are going to have some fearful testimonies. Or some dangerous encounters with God. Blessings that heavens will release over your life. That you will never recover from your whole time. Your whole lifetime. And it will reach out to your descendants. And your generations yet unborn. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because you are the blessed of the Lord. You enjoy the intervention of heaven at all times. In the name of Jesus. Where there is destruction. The Lord will pluck you out of it. And take you to safety. In the name of Jesus. When men say there is a casting down. The Lord will lift you up. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed. And you are a blessing. The nation of Ghana will be blessed. Because of you. The continent of Africa will be blessed. Because of you. Your generations will enjoy your blessings. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The grace to be totally surrounded. To be totally yielded to him. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. 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 I ask that heaven ignites your passion tonight. In the name of Jesus, your love for God will not wax cold. Your love for God will not wax cold. In the name of Jesus, your work with God will not be disabled. In the name of Jesus, as you continue to walk with him, having deep fellowship with him in prayer, in worship, in the study of his word, getting to know him more and more, the Lord will release to you of his good treasure. In the name of Jesus Christ, this earth will answer to you. This earth will answer to you. The treasures of this land shall answer to you. Wherever you step your foot, you will enjoy blessings. In the name of Jesus, because the blessing of God is upon you. You are the carrier of the blessing. So wherever you go, it follows you like a cocoon. And whatever you touch becomes gold for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I have good news for you tonight. The, the source 
has chosen you to be a source. The source has chosen you to be a source. The source has chosen you to be a source. You will flow out in the name of Jesus. Wherever you flow, there shall be life. There shall be abundant grace. There shall be overflowing joy. There shall be overflowing prosperity. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, shout it. I am a blessing. I am a blessing. I am a blessing. Say with me, the sauce has made me a sauce. Wherever I go, I am a source of blessing. I'm a source of life. I'm a source of joy. I'm a source of healing. 